Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Internationally famous Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served anywhere. Presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Finest beer served anywhere. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. More than three months since we paid our last visit to Chester A. Riley and family. That was a bright, sunny morning, July 4th to be exact. And so Riley was acting quite independent with his wife, Peg. Now, Peg, you better tell me the truth. Where does all our money go to? You really want to know? Yes, I do. You spend it. I spend it? Yes, you spend it. You mean you spend it? I spend it. Well, three months have elapsed. And now it's a bright, sunny morning in October. And Chester A. Riley is saying to his wife, I spend it. Yes, you spend it. You mean you spend it? I spend it. Well, you've got your nerve, Chester Riley. I haven't spent a cent on myself for one single thing. I need shoes, a new dress, my winter coat's falling to pieces. I haven't bought myself a new girdle in five years. Yeah, well, don't look at me. I haven't bought myself one either. <laughs> and believe me, I need it more than you do. My old girdle is too tight. I mean my overcoat. You're getting me all mixed up. Uh, you've been mixed up for years. Oh, Riley, once and for all, get it through your head that you can't go on spending more money than you make. Now, either you make more money That's or... That's right. Blame everything on me. First she blames me I spend too much, now she blames me I don't make enough. Well, you don't. Well, then why did you marry me? You were the one who said two can live as cheap as one, so don't blame me. But we're four now. You've got two children. That's right. Blame everything on me. <laughs> They're wonderful kids. Well, of course they are. Yeah, we're going to keep them, too. <laughs> Those kids are the only thing we own outright. We were talking about money. Yeah, well... Hiya, Pop. Hey, will you come with me after supper? I'm going to buy a football. Yeah, yeah you, you see, that that's where our money goes. Junior, you ain't getting no money out of me for football. Oh, I have the money. Five bucks. Where did you get five bucks? Well, I, uh... You went to your mother's purse. Oh, no, Pop. Oh, right. If there's one thing I will not stand for, it's petty thievery. I saved this money, Pop. I have it in my piggy bank. That's a lie. I broke open your piggy bank yesterday and it was empty. <laughs> I have two banks. Two banks? Sure. The one with my money is under my mattress. I keep one on the bureau for you to break open. <laughs> Do you hear that, Peg? How do you like that? We're practically starving to death, and your son has a chain of banks. 
Junior Giannini. Dear. Wonder we're always broke. Football. Now don't start blaming Junior. Don't tell me you're arguing about money again. Well, do you know a better subject to argue about? But Daddy, why get excited? Can't you sit down and discuss the matter rationally, like uh, like a civilized person? Well, well, that's a fine thing to say to your own father. My college girl, Miss Uckla. <laughs> it's not Uckla. It's UCLA. <laughs> We're talking about money. Yes, and I've got a practical solution. I'm going to rent out that back room. No, no, nothing doing. No strangers are living in my house. <laughs> oh, Don Blake could rent the room again. Don Blake, that, that boy from UCL... Uncle's? <laughs> yes, Don would rent the room again. He's no stranger. I'll bet he isn't. <laughs> oh, Dad. Now, Riley, he's a very fine boy. Well, okay, he can come back under, under the same terms as before. Oh, that's ridiculous. He just won't let you lock him in his room whenever I'm alone in the house with him. <laughs> well, never mind about Don. I'll put an ad in the paper. No, I ain't written that room to nobody. But it's silly to let it go to waste. We never use it. Don't worry, we will. When? I'm saving that room for when I bring my dear old mother and father from Brooklyn to live here with us. Oh, you've been saying that for the last ten years. And I'll keep on saying it for the next ten years. That's the kind of a son I am. Yes? Good morning. Does Mrs. Riley live here? Yes. Is she in? Yes. Is Mr. Riley in? No, Pop's at work. Good, then I'll come in. Mrs. Riley? Oh, yes. Well, I, I'm, I'm Biff Morgan. I do the surprise party program on NBC. Oh, yes. Why, we listen to your show all the time. Uh, yeah, I thought I recognized you, Mr. Morgan. Well, sit down, won't you? Well, thank you. Say, I'll tell you why I'm here. Your, your husband has parents in Brooklyn, I believe. Mr. and Mrs. Aloysius Riley. Well, yes. <laughs> What's all this about? Well, we, we, we'd like you to, to help us in a stunt for our program next week. You see, we checked the Brooklyn marriage record, and we found out that it's your husband's parents' golden wedding anniversary on October the 6th. Oh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and I forgot. Well, we'd like to fly them out here to Los Angeles, all expenses paid for a reunion with their son. Gosh. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Why, he hasn't seen him in years. Wait till I tell him. Oh, no, 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 no. You mustn't. That's the whole idea. It's got to be a surprise. He mustn't know a thing about it until he comes face to face with him. And we'll broadcast the whole reunion with a concealed microphone. Ooh. <laughs> uh, what are we getting paid for this? Oh, don't you worry. We'll, we'll pay all expenses. There'll be prizes for the old folks, for your husband, and for your partner, Mrs. Riley. We'll give you a $1,000 three-carat diamond ring. A thousand dollars? Uh, uh, could I have the money instead of the ring? Uh, certainly. That'll be $200 in cash. How's that? Huh? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, well, that'll be wonderful. Thank you, Mr. Morgan. Oh, but you remember, your husband mustn't catch on. If he does, the deal is off. Oh, don't worry. He won't find out. Oh, fine. Well, I'll be in touch with you. Goodbye, all. Goodbye, Mr. Morgan. Goodbye. Now, listen, Junior. If you so much as even hint to your thoughts... Oh, I can keep a secret. You better. Now, you mustn't spoil the thrill your dad's going to get. Hey, look, Mom. Pop's coming. 
Well, she can't be. Not at this hour. Well, Riley! What are you doing home? Well, you didn't expect me, huh? You thought you'd pull a fast one, huh? Who was that man who just left here? Um, uh, what man? No, don't play dumb with me. I'm better at that than you are. <laughs> who was he? Oh, well, you see, uh, he was... Yeah, never mind. I'll tell you who. He came here about renting the room, right? Why, no. Don't I... tell me he came about the room. Oh, yes, dear. Right. There's no use trying to hide anything from you. No, you bet there isn't. You didn't rent it to him, did you? Oh, of course not. I wouldn't do anything without your permission. Good. Um, may I go now? Well, uh, yes, you, you, you may go. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Junior, let this be your first lesson in how to handle a woman. Oh, brother. See who's at the door, Aloysius. Oh, it's somebody at that darn door. It's one of them pesky salesmen, so help me, I'll slam the door in his kitchen. Oh, go on now. Don't be an old grouch. Yes? Mr. Riley? Yes? Aloysius Riley? Yes. You have a son? Nope. No. We understood you had a son named Chester. Oh, him. What's this about Chester? I'll handle this, Martha. Is he your son or isn't he? I ain't admitting nothing till I know what he's done. <laughs> of course he's our son. Nothing's happened to him. Oh, no, no, no. In fact, I have some good news. I'm from the surprise party program. What's that got to do with us? How would you like to fly to California and see your son? Aloysius, open that door. I knew it. He's an aeroplane salesman. <laughs> You'll be quiet now. I'm sorry, Mr. Warwick. Oh, well, don't mind him. He just pretends he's mad at Chester because he moved so far away. But he's very fond of him. Uh. Then you would like to see him. We'd love to. And Pig and the children. But we can't afford it. Well, we'll take care of everything. You leave here Thursday night and you'll see your son on your golden wedding anniversary. Aloysius, do you hear that? We're going to see Chester again. That's a fine thing to do to an old man just because he's been married 50 years. <laughs> Gillis? You're going home, pal? Yep. I'll walk with you. Okay. Um, Peg, uh, rent that room yet? No, oh, no, no. I forbid it. <laughs> Righty, you're a sucker. Right. I know a cute little blonde who's looking for a room. <laughs> <laughs> what do you take me for? I ain't that kind of a man. No, but I am, and I live next door to you. Listen, Gillis, I'm saving that room for my mother and father when I bring them out here to live off of me. <laughs> Don't give me that malarkey. A fat lot you do for your parents. How can you say a thing like that? Why, I, I, I worship my parents. They're, 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 they're like a mother and father to me. <laughs> yeah, well, talk's cheap. What'd you ever do for it? 
You ever sent him a few bucks? Regular? When was the last time? When, when, when? Why, 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 why just the other uh, the week, uh, uh, in the month of the uh, uh, year, uh, it was, uh, when was VJ Day? <laughs> VJ Day? They'd starve to death if your old man didn't have his sociable security. <laughs> but I'm giving him mine, too, when I get to be 65. <laughs> All right, never mind money. At least write him a letter. I write him. When? When did you write him? When, when, well, when? Well, well, just, uh, I wrote him, I sent him, it was, uh, I drop him a card every anniversary. Oh, you do, huh? Regular, twice a year. <laughs> Go on, I bet you don't even know when their anniversary is. I do so. They'll be married 50 years on October 6th. Plenty of time to get him a nice present. October 6th? Yeah. Don't. Today's October 6th. A fine son you turn out to be. Today is... Oh, no, it can't be. Well, gee, I, I forgot. <laughs> First thing when I get home, I'm going to pick up the phone and call my folks long distance. Big deal. For their golden anniversary to get a collect call. <laughs> if the town of sons like you, the poor house is crowded. I'm paying for the call. I'm going to call them up, wish them a happy anniversary, and invite them out here to live off of me. You're going to invite them. Yeah. Who's going to support them? I'll support them. And as long as I'm around, my pop and mom won't have to worry about a thing. Besides, I'll get my father a job. That's the kind of a son I am. <laughs> you have just heard the first act of The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Now, the smart question, the smooth answer. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon, what'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. When you're watching TV, boxing, toss with fighters, swinging hooks and clouts, the moment that bell begins to sound, is Pabst Blue Ribbon from the very first round? What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon, show goes on the air. Half past seven. They broadcast with a concealed microphone. Won't the big blood catch on? We're here. Oh, you have to stay in your room till we give you a signal to come out. Hey, Mom, I think I see Pop down the street. Oh, dear, he's early. Well, you better get back in your room. Now, don't make a sound. Don't worry about us. We'll take a little nap. No, you won't. You snore. (laughs) (laughs) You better get rid of Dad. I will. Oh, Riley! In the living room, Pat. Oh, Riley, 
Uh, would you go to the market for me? Uh, not now. I've got to make an important phone call. Hmm? Hello, operator. I want to call long distance. Where to, please? Who are you calling? Schultz Delicatessen on Flatbush Avenue, right near McCardle's Bar, Grill, and Laundromat. Brooklyn. Uh, that's in the USA. Riley, what are you doing? One moment, please. Yeah, okay, I'll hold on. Riley, who are you calling? This is delicatessen in Brooklyn. What for? Don't you know what day today is today? It's my folks' golden anniversary. Did you know that? Oh, well, I... Uh, no, I forgot. Yeah, you forgot. <laughs> A fine son you turned out to be. <laughs> well, I didn't forget. I'm going to congratulate them. They live upstairs from Schultz. Not only that, but I'm inviting them to come out here and live with us in the spare room. But, Riley... Hello, we're ready on your call to Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, hello? Riley, hang up. Hello, this is Schultz's delicatessen. Well, hello, Schultz. Remember me? This is Chester Riley. I'm calling you from way out in California. I'm sorry, we don't deliver. <laughs> Now, you don't understand. W will you call my mother and father to the phone? You know the Rileys? They live upstairs. Oh, the Rileys? Yeah. yeah. They don't live here no more. They moved out yesterday. Moved? Where did they go? I don't know. They moved out bag and baggage. But, but they're coming back. I don't think so. There's a toilet sign on the door. Hey, I got here a customer for a change. Goodbye. Schultz. Hello? Sure. Wait a minute. Schultz. They're gone. They're gone. Now, now, don't get excited, yeah, dear. But you, you don't understand. My, my mother and father disappeared. Nobody knows where they went to. Riley, they're all right. Well, how do you know they're all right? You don't know where they are. Maybe they're in a hospital. Maybe they were evicted. Kicked out of their room because their no-good son never sent them enough money. Oh, now, you're worrying over nothing. You call it nothing when my poor old parents are wandering around in the streets, homeless? <laughs> my poor old pop with his rheumatism? Mom with her athlete's foot. <laughs> Riley. <laughs> calm down. I won't calm down. I want my mom. <laughs> For heaven's sake. Will you stop blubbering? Oh, I can't help it. I've got to find them. Where could they have gone to? My Uncle Joe. Maybe he knows. I'll phone him up. Later, dear. He, he lives in the Bronx. I had his number written down somewhere. It's an unlisted number. He's a bookie. <laughs> dear, your parents are all right. I'm positive you'll hear from him real soon. You really will, Daddy. I remember. But, Riley, where are you going? In the spare room. I, I wrote the number on the back of Uncle Joe's picture. Riley! Why is this door locked? Who locked it? Where's the key? I... I haven't got it. You... you haven't got it? Well, uh, you see, dear, I... I, I was going to tell you, I... Uh, I rented the room. You what? Yes, Daddy, to a nice old couple. Yes, that's right. You rented that room after I distinctly told you I'm saving it for my mother and father. No wonder you're not worried I can't find my folks. You'd rather have strangers living here. You don't care if my poor old folks are homeless without a roof on their head. Riley, listen. Where are you going? To the airport. I'm catching the first plane east. I'm going to find my folks. And I ain't coming back 
Never. Riley, wait! I'll let you know where to send the alimony. <laughs> get some dough. I didn't realize it cost so much to fly. Hey, there's Bigger O'Dell's place. Maybe he'll help me out. Where's the bell now? Oh, here. <laughs> it's me, Riley. Is that you, Digger? Yes, it is I indeed. Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> what glad tidings do you bring? Digger. I'm in a hole, and you've got to get me out of it. <laughs> and you came here for that? I'm desperate. Oh, come in. You look tired. <laughs> I sure am. Where can I park the body? Oh, almost anywhere. Here's a nice couch. Lie down. Digger, <laughs> I need some dough. Again? Riley, when will you learn to be thrifty? I remember my dear old dad telling me, Son, when you get a job... Get one where you can put something away every day. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing. Sometimes twice a day. I gotta fly east, Digger, to find my folks. They've disappeared. Disappeared? Your dear parents? Yeah, I phoned up and they're gone. Maybe they were evicted. Oh, come, come, Riley. I can't stand pessimism. Look at the bright side. You'll find them. Yeah, where? In the poor house. <laughs> no, my poor old mother and father in the poorhouse all alone. I won't stand for it. I'll, I'll move in with them. I gotta go east. Don't be so impetuous. Go home. Try to locate them. Then if you come to a dead end, I'll ship you east. <laughs> well, maybe you're right, Digger, but if I don't find him, will you lend me the money to fly east? Yes, but you'll have to take along a large box for me. Oh. I'm sending my cousin some oranges. Oh. <laughs> I'll pay you back as soon as I can for the plane ticket. Oh, fine. This will be the first time I've helped anyone get off the ground. <laughs> well, hurry now. You'd better be shoveling off. <laughs> Mr. Morgan says we've only got four more minutes. I know, I know. Maybe Pop really did take a plane oh, nonsense. Where would he get the money? This is Roddy. Any sign of him? No, not yet, Mr. Morgan. Oh, but the show's on the air now. Our cue's in five minutes. Oh, Mother, I just talked to Mr. O'Dell on the phone, and Daddy's on his way home now. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, well, that's fine. Now, I've got concealed mics set up all over the place, and we can pick up his voice almost anywhere. And when I give a cue, you get your husband to go in that back room. Understand? Yes, but won't he be suspicious if he sees you? Ah, oh, don't worry. I'll make up some stories. Isn't it time yet, Peggy? Well, in just a few minutes, Mother. Hey, here comes Paul. Oh, oh, quick, back in your room. Hurry, Aloysius. I feel like a criminal hiding in that room. Oh, pipe down the old walrus. <laughs> oh, Riley, I'm so glad you're back. I want you to do something for me. No, not now, Peggy. i got to make a phone call. Well, that, that can wait. No, it can't wait. Who's this guy? Exterminator Company. Oh. <laughs> Don't overlook the closet. Yesterday, there was ants in my pants. <laughs> I told you later, I gotta make a phone call. But Riley! Stop pestering me. I got an idea where my folks are. Uh, hello, operator? Uh, get me to Kings County Poorhouse in Brooklyn. <laughs> I want to speak person to person to Mr. and Mrs. Riley. Uh, I'll hold on. You call them the poorhouse? Yes, I'm going to wish my parents a happy anniversary no matter where they are. 
That's the kind of a son I am. Oh, Riley, will you please hang up? I want you to meet our new boarder. You've got the nerve to tell me about boarders when my folks are in the poorhouse? Hello? But, Riley... Oh, Mr. Morgan, he won't leave the phone. Well, bring the old folks into him. We'll be on the air in five seconds. A hurry. All right. Mother, Dad, come out here. We're on. Good evening, everybody. This is Biff Morgan, speaking to you from the house of Chester A. Riley in Los Angeles. Hello? This is the golden wedding anniversary of Mr. Riley's parents. The parents he hasn't seen in over ten years. He thinks they're back in Brooklyn. But what he doesn't know is that his sweet old parents are right in the same house with him, just a few feet away from him. In just a moment, we're going to bring them face to face. Mother, father, and son. All right, Mrs. Riley, now. Operator, I'm still waiting for the poor house. (laughs) My papa and mama. Now, the lovely old couple are entering the room, and now... Now you're going to hear the touching words of a loving son as he's reunited with the parents he adores. Riley, I want you to meet our new boarders. Okay. Listen, you crumbs. I'm giving you five minutes to pack up and get out. Riley! Hello, operator. You got the poor house yet? Hello, Chester, darling. Mom. Mom, hello. Oh, gee, Mom, it's good to hear your voice again. Hello, son. Pop, you're there, too. Well, at least you're together. You know, I I hear you so good, just like you was in the same room with me. Well, we are. Turn around, you big baboon. (laughs) Huh? Mom. Pop. What are you doing here? Why aren't you in the poorhouse where you belong? (laughs) But Peg said... The borders, I, I I thought you're the borders. You're here. You're really here. Yes, we're here, all right. Your own father and mother. What a revolting development this is. <laughs> now, before we sign off, Mr. Riley, is there anything else you want to say to your mother and father? Well, I just want to say, Mom, you're the best mother a fellow could have. And Pop, uh, you and me didn't always get along so good, but you're the best father a fella could have. And I just want to say that the day you and Mom got married, that was the luckiest day of my life. <laughs> the Rileys will be back in just a moment. But right now, let's consider the world's number one subject, the World Series. All over the world tomorrow afternoon, baseball fans will be hearing the Yanks and Phillies battle it out in that fourth big game. You know, baseball today is more than our national pastime. It's fast becoming an international sport, like enjoying Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. For not only here in America, but practically everywhere on earth, folks enjoy internationally famous Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's the beer the whole world knows about. So tomorrow, when you're listening to the World Series at home or down at your favorite tavern, when somebody says, what do you have? Give them the world's best answer. That smoother, smoother, smoother Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served anywhere. What's that you got there, Peg? Oh, that's the check. Check? What check? 
from the radio program. Oh, you got money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I got was a thank you note from the sponsor and a carton of his product. Sixty dozen blue jay corn <laughs> Me with only ten toes. <laughs> yeah, I never thought they'd pay us. Yes, two hundred dollars. And they didn't pay us. They paid me. You? Well, whose parents did they use? Mine. I'm keeping this. Now, you know the minute you get your hands on a few dollars, you spend it. I spend it? Yes, you spend it. You mean you spend it? I spend yes, it? Yes, you spend it. By the way, Riley, who do you like in the World Series? Well, I, I like the Yanks. And the Phils. Wait a minute. <laughs> the Yanks... And the film. Oh, sure, sure. I like anybody who yanks me down into a chair and fills my glass with that world-famous Pat Blue Ribbon. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Wellington, that's, that's what I call living the life of Riley. The World Series on my radio and world-famous Pat Blue Ribbon in my glass. So, as they say in good old Brooklyn... What did you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served. Anywhere. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What will you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Smoother, smoother, smoother flavor. Zest and sparkle, million flavor. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What will you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Reuben Chip and Alan Lipscott. Direction by Mitch Lindemann. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger Odell is John Brown. Babs is Barbara Eiler. And Junior is Bobby Ellis. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. The Life of Riley is brought to you by the Pabst Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and sent your way with the best wishes of Pabst Blue Ribbon dealers from coast to coast. See you next week. Jimmy Wallington speaking. Tomorrow, you'll enjoy Dennis Day and Judy Canova on NBC.